to another episode of Bruce Blues and Reviews. I'm think, your neighbor Knox. I don't think those people understood what you said when you said you needed a moment of silence. That's oh, well. okay. It's mostly us. No, <laughs> it's mostly you, Ernie. Hi, Aaron. How you doing? I'm doing better than most. Great, Chris. How you doing? I'm probably the only. I'm the only one here that's happy to see me. <laughs> I'm happy to True. see you, buddy. That dog was happy to see you. He got right in there. <laughs> <laughs> Jade, Jade's here with us today. Hi. And Chef Kev, I'm here. Yes, you are. And we are together here at Drecker for our one-year anniversary. Woo! Yay. Back on February Wee. 17th, we uh, we were here last year, and uh, we talked with Darren and, and uh, Mark about their beers and their brewery, and now today we're here with Jesse. How you doing, Jesse? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Super. We're uh, munching on some food and drinking some good beers. What, uh, what better Sunday could there be, honestly? Yeah, this food looks awesome. Yeah. Have some. Yeah, for sure. Prove yourself wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, today, uh, we wanted to talk with Jesse a little bit about what his role in the company is, because he's one of the four owners uh, and proprietors uh, of the Drecker Brewing Company, and uh, figure out uh, what are some of his ups and downs with the business so far. So uh, why don't you explain to our listeners what your role is in the company and um, how you got into the whole mess? Sure. Uh, Well, my, my... Official title is head of nerdery. It says that on my business card. Um, Good title. Is that E R Y? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. Nerdery. Gotcha. So I, I kind of, you know, on a day to day basis, I'm doing all of the social media stuff. Like any pictures you see on Instagram, that's pretty much me taking those. Um, kind of trying to keep track of. You know, all the new beers coming out, making sure people know about that. And then, so I, I do most of the marketing side of things here. And then also a lot of the, the business side on the back end, kind of, you know, financials and numbers and that kind of thing. So it's it's really nice because I get to use both sides of my brain. Yeah, you, you know, got your, you got a degree in mass comm, right? Yeah, mass, well, mass, degree in mass comm and then a minor in business. So I actually oh, get to... Awesome. Do a little bit of everything. And you got that degree at MSUM, my alma mater. Yeah. That's where I went to school. How'd you know that? Are you, cool? Are you creeping me? I'm creeping you. Stalking <laughs> you like a jealous woman right now. He's like Sean Evans. <laughs> we should have had that prepared, and we call it preparation, but now it's just stalking at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to come with some knowledge. But uh, yeah, what did you graduate from MSU then? I graduated in 2005. Five? Five. And how long have you known the Montplazers and uh, Mr. Mark himself? I've known those guys for just about as long as I can remember anything. Because um, Darren is, he, he I grew up in Barnesville. Mm-hmm. He okay. grew up in Barnesville Me too. for a while. <laughs> yeah. Him so, and Mason? Well, it, I, I don't know if Mason's, their whole family's from Barnesville. Okay. And so I've known Darren since we were little kids. And then he moved up to Moorhead and... You know, he got to be really good friends with Mark, and then they'd always come back out to Barnesville and go to parties and stuff. So they're just guys that I I knew kind of casually for a long time. And nice. and my wife, who I've been dated since you know we were in high school, she is Darren and Mason's second cousin. I think. Oh, really? So so the, so there's always been like a kind of a family connection there. Gotcha. Okay. So you know where like. I'm not related to them, but their family is related to everybody. And it's one of those <laughs> small town things. Gotcha. So, so yeah, so you kind of, you know, you, you know everybody and everybody's related somehow. 
So, uh, yeah, so I've known those guys forever. And then, so we all kind of went our, you know, went our own direction, did our own thing after high school and college. And then, um, you know, after, after it was probably, you know, 10 or 10 or so years ago, you know, we all, we'd all sort of, you know, moved back into Fargo-Moorhead and we're just, you know, always into beer. That's what we talk about every time we'd see each other at a party or something like that. And, and so then we, you know, we all got, got into home brewing in our own way. Um, you know, I'm sure the story you heard from Mark and Darren is that Darren was, or Mark, Mark was down in, in, uh, um, grad school down in Minneapolis and Darren would come down and visit him. They'd brew a beer and... So they kind of had their own story of getting into craft, or getting into craft beer, getting into okay. homebrewing together. I think um, that's what Mark said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so, did you homebrew too? So while while they were doing that, I was homebrewing with my brothers and you know just a couple other friends. And then when Mark, you know, so we'd talk about that. And then when Mark moved back up here, he, I think we were, I don't remember where we were talking, but he's like, I'm, I'm gonna have a whole room in my house for brewing beer. You want to come over and brew beer sometime? So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds cool. And so that basically started every Saturday. We were going to Mark's house and you know hanging out in his garage, and we kind of had a whole. There was a whole bunch of us, and then you know it over time, just you know the the four of us just got more and more serious about it. You whittled out, whittled out the weak ones, <laughs> the ones who were just there for the beer. And, you yeah, know, we we were always talking about you know if we had our brewery, if we had our tap room, what would we do and how would it be? And you know, that's that kind of became an obsession to just you know that's that's all we wanted to talk about. And then you know because when you're when you're actually brewing beer, there's a lot of time to just sit around and talk because you just <laughs> watch stuff boil for. An hour, two hours. Yeah. yeah, I'd sit around and drink the beer. Me too. <laughs> talking, talking's good. It, it's hard to it's, <laughs> it's hard to wait for it to be done. I'd just be like, oh, put your fingers. <laughs> nope, still not good. Mm-hmm. Have to wait. I remember uh, part of the story was that uh, every weekend you guys would get together and, and brew at Mark's place, and every week there would be more people showing up. Yeah, and I think he said at one point there was like 30, 40 people well, that would just show up. And none of them were invited. Yeah, they just knew <laughs> you guys brewed on Saturday, and it was like a ritual. Yeah, there were plenty of times where it was just us, but then there'd be times where, yeah, all these there's people would just show up. And it's usually people we knew, and we'd been telling, because every time we'd brew a beer, it would go into the, we had a little tap system in the garage, too. So you know, it was just kind of a, a big party in it. And But pretty soon we were brewing more than we could drink. So naturally, we were just, well, let's throw a party. Yeah, why not? And, and so we started doing that, and we did three or four of those. And we'd have people, you know, or we'd each we'd each come up with a recipe and brew something, or we'd each brew something and have people vote on what they liked the best. And Were you guys just ticking them off on the BJCP list or what? Like, yeah. I think maybe I'll, I'll we'll brew a smoke porter this time. What the hell? Yeah. So, I mean, it was just kind of what whatever we wanted to try at that point, you know, okay. just kind of having fun with it. Nice. And so, but yeah, we, I think the last... The last party we did, I think it was a Halloween party. No, it was an Oktoberfest party. And so we, you know, we invited 30, 40 people probably. And there was probably, I think we had a guest book there. And I think there was like 120 people that just saw wow, the guest book. Jeez. Holy <laughs> so, so that's a fun party. Yeah, it was it was great. But um, the next morning we're kind of cleaning up and we're like, wow, that was awesome. Everybody really liked the beer. That was a lot of fun. And Mark's wife came out and was like, that is never going to happen in our house again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then we, 
you know, made the decision to, you know, start looking for a spot for a brewery. Now, what was the first brewery you ever actually went to and, and witnessed how they were kind of doing their thing, the big big brewery style versus home brewery style? Boy, that's a, I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that before. I'd been on a ton of, you know, brewery tours and, you know, traveling and that sort of thing. Trying to um, steal recipes? Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at that point, just kind of marveling at the size of equipment right. and, you know, thinking about things on a homebrew scale, you know. What was, so what was the first brewery you went to? I, I, the first one that I can remember is Summit. Summit? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was probably one before that. Was that why you were still in college then? Or? Probably. Okay. So whenever they, they had just built their big one out in, uh, in St. Paul, I think. So that was your first. Now you're, uh, I'm sure, of the first brewery that people have seen in Fargo. Uh, for a, a very many folks, you were the first one. So take your brewery and with their experience and your brewery experience. How would you similarize that, or how would you? I guess what the fuck's the question I'm trying I'm to ask? I'm lost. I don't know. Words so are hard. Slot A into Port B, and then I went to school in Barnesville, so you know, like the grammar is totally. I get it. <laughs> I guess Mrs. Just, Kravinoff would hate the to way I speak nowadays. Thing. Well, are you uh, trying to say if you think they're better than Summit? No, no, it's, no, 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 no. Uh, I think they are. Yes, I just think that. Me walking in here for the first time, um, it wasn't my first brewery, but walking here, it was just, it was intimidating. It was nice. It's beautiful. We got a great setup here. Um, how was that? How was this place similar to when you went into Summit and saw that stuff for the first time? Did you like, was it really all like a lot of huge equipment or? Oh, yeah. I mean, they have a huge, a huge space. And it, I mean, it's even, even, you know, at that point, you know, I was, I was probably starting to homebrew. So I knew like, that's a fermenter, you know, like, that's, that's the mash tub. you know, yep. but there, there's kind of, you know, it looks like just a massive pipes and tanks and stuff. And so, and I think, you know, the, the more you, you know, the more you're involved in it, the more you, you can pick out, I know exactly what this thing does and this thing does, yep. but you know, we don't expect that for everybody. I think, you know, what we're, you know, and I, I don't remember specifics about, going in there like i said that was a long time ago yep. but i think you know what we tried to create here is just you know we wanted to create something that people were you know would be excited to be excited to come here excited to see and you know excited to come here and have a beer yeah. you know we, i guess that was kind of always the goal was to create the coolest place we could where we can brew beer and have people come hang out and share beers so, well, I think you succeeded. This place is very unique and pretty fucking cool looking, if I didn't say so myself. I appreciate that. <laughs> and you guys have been doing a lot of newer things since the last time we were here. I, was, I don't think Pinball was here when we were here yes, the was. first time. No, yes, they, they've upped their games here at Dracula. Last year? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's was more it? barrels back here in the There's barrel room. There's more barrels, though. for sure. There's twice as many barrels. because Two times. You had three ricks high and three ricks wide but when I was yeah. here last year. Now you got... Uh, 37 barrels in here. Well, when we moved out here from downtown, the, the state of North Dakota wouldn't allow us to transfer anything. So so any of the beer we'd made downtown, even the stuff that we had in barrels, couldn't be brought over here. So oh, we kind of well, seems kind of freaking stupid. Yeah, I could go on for a long time about that. Yeah. But, yeah. but they so we had to start over with our barrel aging program. So by you know, this time last year we were just getting going. And I think this year we're you know, we're trying to just you know, maximize this this room as much as we can. 
And I'm a big fan of your your uh, bourbon barrel aged stuff. Uh, yeah, it is. So it looks like you got some Willets, you got some Buffalo Traces, you got some Heaven Hills and Jim Beams. Yeah, we got we got a bunch of different things now. We just we just got in. I'm trying to th- think what the look around here. What well, is the Booker's the up are. there? Yep, Booker's. That's the Jim Beam. Ah, Booker's. Heaven Hill. Yep. You got some good stuff coming up. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, can't we, just, we just got some, years. Uh, some apple brandy barrels the other day we, that we filled. And that was the, the smells coming out of those barrels when they're getting filled. is just amazing. It's, it's like a caramel apple sucker. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I'm excited. Oh, excited to see That's the one that I want to have. Is that one. That caramel apples. Yes. So when might that be coming out? You know, I have no idea. Later today? Well, kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Can we the, uh, speed it along? When it, when it comes to the barrels, we always want to just kind of. You know, when they're ready, they're ready. You know, we don't we don't plan that too far ahead of time. Definitely do samples like once a month, right? Yeah. Just little. We pull samples and see when they're you know kind of just test. We we have an idea and what we'd like it to be, but you know if they're not ready, they're not ready. <laughs> so we'll we'll kind of we're just always monitoring that. Fun, fun, fun. So what was the final jump between that? party of 120 people to like well i guess we gotta make the next step well i I think so after that you know we still had we still had a bunch of beer left (laughs) we'd been brewing so much beer we still had a bunch of beer left and so we kind of stopped brewing together for a while and it turned into business meetings where you know we'd go go out to the garage pour ourselves a beer and then come in and sit at mark's table he had this really cool, long uh, kitchen table. And so we've kind of planned the entire brewery around that table. Hmm. And so, but it, I mean, we talked about everything from, you know, how kind of what our, what our mission is going to be, what our, what, what our goals are to the branding, to, you know, the, the roles, just kind of, you know, everything that we could, because we, we're at the same time we're looking around for a spot to to kind of do this and you know and you kind of have to have you have to have all the harder conversations ahead of time so you know i mean everybody says don't go into business with your friends just because you're not going to be friends after a while and i think we tried to do as much as we could to you know clear the air get you know any any of those uncomfortable conversations you know make sure we have them up front so we there's you know everybody's on the same page. Everybody's on the same page. Yeah. And we all kind of we all kind of bring something different to the team and kind of let each person do that, you know, do what they do. You know, obviously no, nobody has a free pass to just do whatever they want, but to kind of, you know. De- delegate everything out. Yeah, right. so, you know, everybody kind of has their, Play to your their role and their strength and, you know, let's take advantage of that. Yeah, uh, Darren and Mark were talking about that last year too, about how each person has their own... Uh, niche, yeah. What they, what their responsibility is, but everybody else keeps them in check. So I think that helps. Where instead of like just, oh, no, we're just going to get together and we're not going to define each person's role. And you know, there's a beer you want to do, but you don't want to do it. So who decides to do? So it, that probably eliminates a lot of that type of yeah. And, and having those, so we spent a lot of time and having those conversations, getting just making sure that you know we're that this is we're going to be compatible as business partners. And I think we, we kind of got all that out of the way and, you know, started the search for a spot to put a brewery. So how long was that process then when you went from, all right, I'm going to sit around the table, we're going to plan this out and then 
jump, you know, and then just go for it. It was probably, it was close to two years. Yeah. Where, I mean, we, we talked about it, we got everything down and then we'd, you know, we'd go through periods where we'd be really excited and intense about it, but then, you know, life happens and I was having kids and, and, you know, every, everybody was kind of like, you know, doing something different at work. You know, Mason had to go to, he, he was an engineer. He got sent to Bismarck for work for six months. Hmm. And so that kind of just, you know, there were things that just sort of got in the way of, you know, of it happening right away. And, you know, if I, I wouldn't change anything about the way that it all went because I think we all, we all went through those times where it was like, all right, are we really going to do this? I mean, this sounds, mm-hmm. this is fun to talk about and everything, but are we actually going to do this? Yep. And we all kept coming back to, yes, we want to do this. Like, so we had to do that a few times to kind of get ourselves back into gear okay. and finally, you know, come to the table and, and do something. So, and you know, a lot of that time was spent, looking for a place we, we looked at every building in fargo that was either abandoned or vacant or for rent we we looked at every single thing including this one here yeah. we, we we actually called this one the brewery but we were like that's it's in such terrible shape there's no way we can ever do this there's, there's no way that'll ever work that's yeah good. I heard really the, the roof alone was uh, the roof alone was a million bucks, right? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's right. If I remember correctly from Much last dollars. year, nope. No, it's it's uh, it needed a lot of work. Let's just say this that. is the old Globe Electric Motor Cars storage facility for their old for their old cars. They overproduced. Yeah, I've been in here back in those days. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it was basically storage for the last fifty years. Mm-hmm. From, from one one company or one person or another. And so, you know, by the time we came around and, you know, had the opportunity to do something in here, it was in awful shape. Yeah. And, you know, it was, I would say, it was in a pretty real danger of falling over yeah. if, if, if something didn't happen. But, well, it looks great. Which, it would have been a damn shame to lose this building. Yeah, yeah right. this that's just building awesome. is gorgeous. Well, that's, you know, that, that was one of the goals. Part of the reason we, we did this and we felt good about it was because the, the people we partnered with, that's their whole, like, that's their whole goal is to preserve old buildings. They've, they've, done, they've got a really good track record around around town and around the area of taking old buildings that everybody thinks is a lost cause and, you know, rehabilitating those buildings and turning it into something cool. So we we really felt like, you know, seeing, seeing a couple of the buildings that had already been done and that they claimed were in worse shape than this one we felt pretty good <laughs> nice well they did a great job would, would, would you mind letting me you know what the company that or letting the yeah well, that was mba architects mba, MBA, architects? MBA oh, construction okay. okay yep so yeah they're they, they were awesome to work with excellent so what is you well, like some of your favorite parts about your job here what you do Besides tasting all the good beer. Beer? Yeah. <laughs> beer? Well, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, sampling beer is awesome, but a lot of times it it's not awesome because, you know, they'll, I'll be walking through the brewery and they'll hand me something like, here, taste this. And it's something that's halfway through fermentation or it's not finished and it doesn't taste good. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, you, so you kind of have to train yourself to think, you know, if it's something that just got dry hopped and there's a whole bunch of hop particles in there, that stuff tastes terrible. Yeah. But you kind of have Very to. Very vegetable. Like, you have to, okay, other than that, what are, what am I tasting? And, you know, so it's like, you know, 
it, you kind of have it, it's not something that you're drinking to enjoy you're you're trying to you know get what the end product yeah you're trying to like you know taste taste technically what you know like what are we what am i looking for what should this taste like at this point so i mean that's that's a part of it, I guess, but I wouldn't say that's my favorite because <laughs> unless they're unless it's finished, it's usually not something that's like Delicious. super enjoyable. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those here. This tastes terrible. You gotta try it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> smell this. Almost right. everybody. Yeah. Oh well. my god. Almost you gotta smell this. No, so it's. I mean, the, the end product is always. I mean, because of that, the end product is good because we're tasting it along the way, making sure that you know what it, it that it ends up how we want it to end up, and. So, uh, but I think the things that I like, like I said, is are using, you know, I get to use the creative side with the, all the marketing stuff and, you know, kind of the photography and a lot of the design. So I don't, I mean, we have punch cut to all of the, the um, illustrations for the labels and all of that. And he, t- he has a lot of creative control over that. We'll kind of give him some ideas and he runs with it. But then once that, once he's done, then it comes to me, and I have to turn that actually, actually turn that into a beer label, turn that into a tap handle sticker, turn that into a menu sign for the tap room, and gotcha. you know, so there, there's a lot of different things that go into like once once he's done with the artwork, then and that and then it kind of come it's on me to do all of the execution stuff with it. And speaking of those labels, Doomsday Device is uh, currently third. I think uh, the was it USA Today poll? Oh yeah, yep. for, for top label art. Cool. Yeah, so that's that's fucking well, great, and it's one of those things you can vote every day, I guess. So every thirteen hours or something <laughs> like that. We thirteen know hours, that. yeah. I've, I've, I've voted more than a handful of times. Yes. Yeah, I, I think I've I've voted a couple times myself, but yeah, that's that's really cool. Is that that kind of recognition is awesome. Not only do you have award winning beer, but now hopefully award winning labels. <laughs> we can hope. Yeah, and it's all has your hand in it. So congratulations well, on that. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's we we give a ton of creative control over to Punch Cut to like just we know he's gonna you know we'll have a conversation about it ahead of time. We know he's gonna do something cool, and you know, and every once in a while there's something where we have something really specific in mind, and you know he'll he'll come back with a a sketch or something and like whoa that that is awesome. <laughs> do not throw this away. Like, can you do something else? You know, like. And so we've we've actually that's happened a couple times where we might be stuck on an idea like what do we want to do for artwork for this next one, and he'll come up with something that wasn't really what we wanted, but for for that one we're like okay well we can take this and run with it. So we've gotten a couple other artwork ideas just from his random his throwaways. Yep. yep, cool. Yeah, his quote throwaways. throwaways. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so. Anybody got anything else? Questions? Do you have any uh, so any uh, upcoming events or thoughts of expansion or anything else coming up? Oh yeah, we're we've always got events coming up. Um, well, the Hot Dish Festival just happened. Yeah, that that was pretty awesome. That was that's one of my favorite things, favorite times of the year. It's just it's all my favorite things in one event. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that photo booth was awesome that you had that was great yeah so we're, we're always just kind of you know we've got a really good team here between um you know our it's basically every every week uh we'll have uh, myself and then um tommy our office manager whitney our brand manager and then adam um 
Whitney and Nicole, our taproom managers, will sit down and talk about you know kind of what we what events we have coming up and what else can we do to make this cool, you know, and that and so Hotdog Fest is is just such a fun event period mm-hmm. so like the the photo booth that we did that just kind of you know you're just kind of spitballing and brainstorming and you know, wouldn't it be cool if we did this and we did this and it turns out like my my wife's grandma had this couch that has been sitting yeah. up in our our office for the last year <laughs> and and so like it was kind of we like well we already have this couch it's perfect and what else can we do around that and so we you know just Make it very Midwestern 70s, 80s feel. Right. <laughs> and, and that was a ton of fun. And then, so, like, coming up, we've got a, um, the, every year, the last few years, we've done the thing called the Pint Project, where we work with a bunch of local artists to uh, turn, basically get one of our pint glasses and turn that into art somehow, to do something with it. And then we'll, uh, we'll have an event, auction all those off, all that money goes to charity. And then uh, this year we're going to do it a little bit different where um, I think, you know, we started doing it with pint glasses because we had a ton of extra pint glasses because uh, I think we'd just gone from not having our logo on the glass to having logos on the glass. So we had all these blank glasses like, what are we going to do with these? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we ended up doing with it is giving them to all the artists. And it turns out that's not the easiest medium to work with for, for an artist. So... <laughs> So here's this supposedly unbreakable glass, and you know it's it's not it's not the greatest thing. So uh, we're gonna do it again this year, but with all kinds of different stuff from around the brewery. And so we're gonna, you know, that's coming up. That'll be um, April, I believe. Hmm. Um, we have, we haven't announced a date for that. I'm not. I don't. Okay. Wanna, I don't want to jump the gun and do that. But uh, we're really excited about that thing. That event coming up. That's always a lot of fun. Yeah, and you guys, uh, you guys are the two-time winner of the Dabbler Cup two years in a row, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, that just happened a little bit ago. The uh, summer dabbler that I think that's in August at down in St. Paul, and then yeah, again at the the winter dabbler just here end of February. That was a lot of fun. What's the dabbler cup? It's like a big keg or a, a it's keg, like a, right? It's, yeah, it's like a an old cask that they repurposed into a trophy. Uh, so yeah, people vote on the winner, and they were the winner again for the winter dabbler this year. And yeah. uh, you all you hold uh, all kinds of events during the summer too, as well, right? Yeah, so we'll we'll be having every again this year every I think it's the second Tuesday of every month we have a classic bike night. Um, that one's a lot of fun. We get to fill up the parking lot with old cool motorcycles. And oh, I, I thought you meant like BMXs and Huffies, <laughs> and 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 Schwinn Rallies. <laughs> okay, we yeah, get so. it. <laughs> So yeah, that, that one's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we've got we've got a few things that we can't quite announce yet, but they're. I mean, it look, it's looking like the uh, this summer is going to be packed as normal. But it's always fun uh, when there's bands out on the patio too. Yep, we've got a few of those in the works. And you have an awesome patio, by the way. Yeah, like yes. the little fire pit and the chairs around it, the benches around it. And yeah, usually have food trucks out there. Yeah, we try to have a, a food truck every, you know, around here, food trucks, most of them shut down for the winter. So starting probably at least May 1st, sooner if we can, we'd like to, we'd like to have a food truck every day. Well, what I thought was really cool, uh, yeah, since it is cold and we don't do food trucks, uh, you, you bring in some people in here, into the yeah. to the building uh, well, it's, to set up a little Usually on release stands. days, on Fridays, I you always get a Philly sandwich from Fargo Phillies. Yeah, and they're, they're great, and we... 
you know, we try to do, we try, you know, we have a small food menu here and, but, you know, we're not, we're not set up like a, you know, a, a real kitchen or, you know, where we can pump out a lot of food. So we'll, we do, we do a fair amount of our own food, but it's not something that we really ever talk about. Mm-hmm. We'd rather have people come here and, and not know us for food. So, <laughs> yep. yeah. So that we want to do the beer thing for sure. Yeah. So we, you know, we'll have uh, food trucks every day if we can, or, you know, if, like I said, a lot of them shut down for the winter, but you know, if we can have somebody come in and set up inside, you know, it's good for both of us and mm-hmm. get, you know, it kind of, that helps them survive through the winter with, you know, a couple of, a couple of events and, you know, some sales over the winter. Whereas, you know, there's nobody who's setting up a food truck in, you know, on the street anywhere in, nope. in the winter. <laughs> so they, they have to get a little creative to find places to set up and sell food. And we're looking for that. So it's, you know, it's good for everybody. Yeah. And what's better than food and beer and company? Right. Other than pinball games and all <laughs> kinds of board games you got out there. They even have one called Brouhaha. I thought that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we're, we're always looking to expand our, our game collection. Um, you know, it's every time we anybody goes through a thrift store, that's something that they'll they'll look at is any any cool old games, any you know and we a lot of our taproom staff they'll have, you know, hey I played this game, it's really fun, we should bring this one in. Yeah. And then and then the pinball has just kind of been its own animal they've been know. right now they're doing a tournament <laughs> yeah, there's a tournament yeah. going on last i saw they were on uh round six <laughs> yeah they're they get you know for me a game of pinball lasts about 30 seconds if, yeah. I'm, if I'm doing well <laughs> that's but, a, that's one of my records too <laughs> but it's, it's fun to watch those guys they they get, they're some uh they get really intense and they're good at it <laughs> awesome i want to go back to this uh art project um, I was thinking, I think the five of us on Brews, Booze, and Reviews could do something wonderful with one of these barrels yeah, like as far as artwork goes. If oh, you're willing to give us one for a couple months or whatever and, and see what we could do. Darren was going to sell me one. He had it for sale for He offered for the podcast, but I didn't have in a place to store it or else I would have got yeah. it. Was it, empty? <laughs> was it empty or full? It was empty. I'm talking about one of these. Yeah, we'll, we'll put them up for sale every time. Every time we empty barrels, you know, we if we're not, if we don't have plans to reuse it, we'll put it up there that they're they're up for sale. And usually that lasts about 10 oh. minutes before they're Gone. snapped up. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine. How about you guys? Anybody else? Mm-hmm. Jake? I'm just really enjoying being here and seeing so many people that are out and about. I mean, every time I come in here, this place is busy. We come in frequently, actually. My little group of people that I hang out with, we end up coming in and we'll each get two different tasters and sit down and have our beer. And you just seeing the variety of people that come through here is crazy because when you're downtown, you kind of see the same nonsense. You see the same people all the time. And coming in here, you've got families, you've got business meetings, you've got pinball tournaments, you have podcasts. podcasts. <laughs> it's constantly yeah. moving and just thriving, and I love it. Well, that's that's been one thing that's been really fun about this place is that you know we get a lot of people who are are coming here when they're traveling to town. You know, they've heard this is this is a place to go, or you know, and so we're we love that, and we love when people are you know come from out of town and tell us about you know they. People come in here and they love to talk beer and yep. they like to talk about beer where they're from. So we'll learn all about, you know, 
the breweries in the town they're from, you know, talk about, you know, what's, what's good there and what's, you know, if you're ever in this town, make sure you go here. Yeah. So good so feedback. We get a lot of that, you know, just mm-hmm. people from all over coming in here and, you know, it's, we There's try a- to create the atmosphere where, you know, it's, you know, we don't, we don't have TVs. We don't have anything like that where we want you to come in here and have a good time and talk. Yep. You know, enjoy and, your company. Right. Yeah. It, you know, I, Never noticed that there isn't a TV. There is not a TV here. I, I never. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I never looked for one. Now that you mention it, uh, wow. except for on movie Kinda nights, just blew yeah, my we, mind. We will do movie nights, but you, that one's hard to miss. That's <laughs> <laughs> a, a big ass projector. Yeah. Excuse me, a big projector that <laughs> comes down, and I don't know where that couch came from. I thought Chris, was a couch. Chris and Kev just came here and mined the movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Definitely. once in a while, that's every third Thursday. Well, if we can't get the if we can't get the license for the next movie we want to do, we'll just do that. Okay. All right. There we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll recreate a Marx Brother film. There no, we go. I, can do, yeah, I, can do, I can do all the parts. I know you can. <laughs> I I didn't know what was happening, and I came in here with friends the other. I guess it's been a month or a few months actually. Uh, I came in and Superbad was playing, and it's one of my favorite movies. So I was just like, huh. I guess I'm gonna sit and watch Superbad. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just something. Especially during the winter, we try and you know do fun stuff like that. You know, if we've got some fun movies that we all like, you know, if we can, if we think it's something that would be fun to just hang around and watch, well, why not? Let's just let's do something. Excellent. Well, I tell you what. Um, I tell you. What. Why don't we take a break? Uh, I need another beer for sure. Yeah, we got to get some beers and we're going to sample some, some of your reviews. And um, Jesse, I want to say thank you for stopping by uh, yeah, the podcast. Thanks, for having and, me. And, yeah, thanks uh, a lot. Yeah, we really enjoyed having yeah, you. Appreciate and, um, it. You know, we'll always be here coming in and drinking <laughs> your beers. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, so don't worry about us, but uh, maybe we'll see you next year. Who knows? Yeah. Well, congrats on the anniversary, guys. And thanks for thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank th- you. No, thanks thank for having us. Yep, shouts out to beer people and Craft Beer Depot who uh, do a lot of talkings about not just Drecker, but Junkyard here in town about spreading the word about it. So, shout out to those guys. But uh, thanks a lot, Jesse. And uh, see you next time. Thank you. Back from our break. Hi. Hi, Ernie. I'm well rested. Oh, that was a good break. Man, we got to uh, turn it up. Down. Down. A little bit, yeah. My ears you're are hurting. One, two, three, you're in four. Jesse can't hear very well, apparently. And your ears have better? to be... No, I, did you do something? What do you mean? That's what we always I don't know that Jesse go. can't hear well. I think he just didn't know what it's supposed to sound oh, like. Oh, okay. probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm good. No, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's Don Kenna, by the way. Yeah, thanks for missing there. Oh, Oh, Curry Brothers Brewing Company. Hi. Cheers. Cheers. So we're going to have him on the tasting. We're going to sample four of these beers that we have not tasted yet on the podcast. Uh, Here, so our first in the lineup is going to be the Pert After School Snack Time Sour. It's a 5% ABV. This is jam-packed with Gooshers. And God damn it, dude. Would you just fucking say it right? Gushers. It's gushers. 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 I think it's gushers. Try What well, you think, but you're still wrong. <laughs> okay, I'll be wrong then. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, and, I just and you get mad at me when I say Drumcon Roth wrong. Ugh. Ugh. 
All right, and it's also got fruit by the foot in there. Uh, it's got flavors of strawberry, guava, passion fruit, pineapple, plum, pineapple, again for the second time, I guess, and lactose sugar. Yes, it does. So what do you guys think about this beer, now sampling it? Yeah, it definitely smells like fruit by the foot. Yeah, it's got that the fruit leather thing going on. I did. I definitely get that up. that kettle sour off it for sure. Uh, there's a thick, um, like sugary feel to it. Like it's gonna coat your mouth if you drink too much of it. You get like teeth slippers. I kind of wrote down <laughs> it. I kind of wrote down it. Smell like sherbet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And sugary fruit. It was uh, sweeter than I anticipated it. The the scent for some reason, but. Yeah, I get a lot of guava and pineapple and some passion fruit off this. And I definitely do feel the, uh, you know, taste the gushers. Gushers. <laughs> yeah, gushers. They, Is it they, gushers or gushers? They, they definitely nailed their uh, the, the flavor and scent it's on gushers. everyone. When you read it, it, just every one of those just hits perfectly when it comes to that. And then the nice, nice good lactose, like, creaminess to it to, it to really hit it on the nail. I would drown myself in this beer. It's like delicious. Chris would drown you <laughs> in this love beer, it. too. Yeah. Yeah. I like drowning people. What's <laughs> wrong with that? With a strong It's a lifestyle choice. Don't judge. But no, I, I really dig this one when you when you fir- first taste it. I, I just get this really great strawberry sugary to it. And then it has that good pucker finish, a good sourness to it where it... I don't know. It feels great in my mouth. See, now I just don't. I don't understand how they can have this and not have it become so dry from the yeast. Like all that sugar that's left over, I just I, I'm wrapping my head around like that sweet. It, it just feels like all that all the yeast should have taken this and just dried it out completely into into almost nothing. But it's mm. it's a very well done beer. Yeah, and sitting at five percent is not too bad, Chef. Nope. Yeah, I think I think it's my favorite I've had here on this adventure. It's no secret handshake, but uh, I do it does Thank that. Uh, like Chris said, puckers it makes my cheeks kind of tighten up and makes my mouth water. Keep I, get it tight. Lot, I get a lot of that guava. Oh, I got a real tight mouth. You're gonna find out later. <laughs> do, they, do, do they give a pH on this at all? Or no, it doesn't number. Okay, mm-hmm. just that the taste acidic. Yeah, very acidic and very. I mean, well, well done on that puckering and souring on it. Yeah, I want to. I want to ruin my mouth with it. Like just <laughs> drink it to the point where nothing fucking else tastes good ever. Everybody wants to ruin your mouth. <laughs> wow. I mean, I guess that's what we're doing, huh? We're just gonna talk about my fucking mouth. Low, low hey, chef today. started it. I know. That's right. We're talking about my mouth. I guess we're all happy to see me. <laughs> now you should all shut your mouths. There we go. Mm. Right, wait. We're doing a podcast. All right. So hang some numbers on this. Well, I got one more thing okay. to say yet. Oh. I, I, seems. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go. He looked right at you. It was me. Oh, uh, it it this is pretty sugary, um, but I think it also kind of takes away from that overly tartness, that really sour that I honestly don't like about sours. So, so it's good medium it, yeah. level for you. I think so. I like it. All right. All right. Let's throw some numbers on it. Uh, ratings today are going to be one through six because it's all beers. Can I start? Can I start? Can I start sure. rating? You're going to love this. Get ready for it. Oh, God. 5.25. <laughs> yes, it's happening. Knox. It happened. It's a thing. It started. We can do that now. Yeah. Is this allowed now? Yes. yes. Is it as of today? No. no. Uh, uh, last last week. week. Okay. Yeah. On our one we're doing quarters. At home. Yeah. We did. Uh, started to do something else. So, yeah, we're doing quarters now. 
Okay. Success. Yeah. And then Knox. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a uh, four point seven five. It's, it's still awesome. blowing my, my mind. I'm not used to it. I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit and do a four point five. If that's all right. Well, you know, was I? Was I? Oh, sorry. Gonna, I don't know which order we were going. We're not around at the, house, the table. So, yeah, we bad. go counterclockwise. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess. we're not at the house. I don't know. Yeah. It's a so since we're not at the house, we, we don't go counterclockwise. We're just now willy nilly. <laughs> I sit at different places. Thanks for being focused. I, I sit at different places <laughs> in the house versus other places. So I'm, I'm no, you, you shouldn't. I do because okay. I've, I've sat. Anyway. All, no. right. All, right. All right, all right, bigger. Four seven five. Four seven five. I'm going to do a five point two five on this as well. Look at everybody taking advantage of the. Well, God, it plays you already gave it a four point five. Correct. Is and that I'm going re- to stay with my answer in order now. I just I couldn't give it a five and a half. That's why I'm glad they quarter increments a thing. Yeah. And Jade, <laughs> five and a half. It's uh, it's no key lime pie, but it's damn near perfect. Damn near perfect. All right. So the average for after after school Perth uh, um, snack time sour is five point zero. Nice slick. That's a solid son of a bitch. It is. All right, the next beer we have on our list is another version of the Chonks. Now, this one is made with uh, mango and marshmallow fluff. It is a Sunday Sour Series, 4% ABV. It's uh, basically a double fruit smoothie beer. Uh, It's got loads of heaps of piles of mangoes and marshmallow fluff. Sweet start with a slightly dry finish. It sure does taste like there's loads in this. This is sugary. Yep, it's thick. I think this is probably the sweetest beer. Sugary Loves is my stripper name. <laughs> Sugary Loves. That is definitely a dessert in a glass. That's it's it's a thick boy. It's gonna yeah, it, this this motherfucker is thick, dude. It, it's it's like three a seeds. smoothie. It's like a smoothie more than a beer. I was just talking with Darren about this one, and and he uh, he said they they're having a real problem with the CO two levels because it's so thick. That normal beers, when you pour it in, it'll it'll just automatically throw a head up, mm-hmm. and and you have a beautiful head. And he said, on these ones, people nice. are are just it looks flat, and then the CO two is coming out of it so slowly because it's so thick. Mm-hmm. They're just he can't he can't see it. He's he's just like I I don't. It's not that I don't like it. It's not a good beer. It's just you you can't predict what it's going to be. It might it might overflow it. It might you got to drink them fast. He said. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But they are That's very tasty and they are very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of mango. To me, I, I I think the sugar and the marshmallow kind of overwhelm the mango flavor. I'd like I'd like to get more mango from it. Um, I, I think disagree. I get a lot of mango. No, I get a ton of mango on this. Really? It's, oh yeah. It's I three against get, one. To me, it just is overly overly sweet. It it it, it actually it kind of tastes like. Um, like the juice at the bottom of the can. Like if you open up a can of mangoes or a little pouch of mangoes and eat them, and then what's left, that juice is right there. This is a frozen concentrate. Yeah, that's yeah. been thought out, and and, and not no water sh- added. Marshmallow thrown on it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to think of this. Which is a strange. Actually, sounds really strange good. beast. <laughs> Bad okay. I don't no. not like. <laughs> I had an itch, but I was looking at you in your face. You're just staring like you're still trying to figure out what that other flavor is. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's like 500 milligrams of ayahuasca in my blood right now. I'm lost. 
I'm on a spirit adventure <laughs> with this beer, and this beer tastes like straight fucking marshmallows. I'm I'm against the mango part of the table. You two are actually agreeing on something. There's mango on the well, front dude, of my tongue, but it's it's gone. It's Just look at the glass; it's still lined with marshmallow juice. Says you. Are you beatboxing over there, <laughs> DJ Chris? Skinny fingers. I'll, 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 DJ Skinny fingers. DJ Skinny fingers. I'll pull them all up in you. He's looking tall, sitting there. <laughs> so, anyway, anybody else have anything smart to say about this? Or should we number it? Dead silence. I think I covered it pretty smart well. To say. All right, it is not too mangoey. I it's don't know too, what you're talking about. But it's too sweet. All right, go ahead, Chris. 3.75. Don. Okay, I was waiting for my turn. Like this. <laughs> I'm, making sure, I'm making sure I'm not doing anything. It also doesn't it. taste soury to me for being a sour beer. No, it tastes just like like just fruit. Yeah. And and I'm not drinking a full glass of this one. This one's definitely a 3.5. 3.52. That's still <laughs> a above average, just saying. Go ahead. Did you say 3.52? <laughs> as, no, well. as well. Oh, okay. As well. <laughs> as well. We're not there yeah, yet. Exactly. Maybe another year. Jay. Uh, I like to live on the sweeter side of the world, and I really, really like this one. However, um, the white chunk is still my favorite of them. Oh, one of our uh... agreeing. That dog a has a watermelon dog. shirt on. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, my favorite was the white chunk, and so I'm going to give this a five. Because it's good, but it's not my favorite of the series. Okay. Chef? There we go. The beer gets a three and a half. Again, I think it's too sweet, but I think it's a well-executed beer, especially for what you said. It's an incredibly difficult and fickle beer. So three and a half for the beer and a five and a half for the dog with the watermelon shirt. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going to give this one a four. I'm on calculator. No, I'm gonna. I'm just still trying to figure out what I want to when I want to give it. It's a it's strange. I kind of like it, but I don't think I could have more than one. It definitely needs to be cold. You got the beatus in a glass, right? Basically, my next year my glucose level is going to go up a <laughs> percentage. <laughs> I'm going to give it a, a three two five. I think it's just a little too sweet for anyways. Three point two five. So the average for the uh, Chunk Sunday Sour is 3.83. A strong diabetic 3.8. Diabetes. Diabetes. The beatus. This is a Wolford Brimley of beers. (laughs) (laughs) No shit. (laughs) The Wilford Brimley of beers. Don't forget to check your insulin levels. Call Liberty. Not beatus. Have your pit spade or noodoo. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. guy. (laughs) (laughs) I had a weird... Yeah. What? Bye. He had a weird affinity for uh, animal genitalia. Apparently. All right. The next beer we have is Low Key Fam. Uh, this was brewed Gotta with. Say it right. Low Key Fam. Oh, okay. There you go. All right, there it is. Uh, these. This was brewed with the ladies of the industry here in Fargo, with um, uh, ladies from Drecker, uh, Fargo Brewing Company, and Junkyard got together. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. And this is a Bohemian Pills. It's a 5% ABV. It's an imported Pilsner malt, dry hop with Belmont and Huel melon. 
Uh, and I think we have to say Bohemian style pills. Bohemian style. Pills. I don't think we can actually say Bohemian pills. Okay. Now the uh, Belma hops, they bring out uh, some orange grapefruit. Pineapple, tropical pineapple, uh, strawberry, and melon aroma. And the Hoel melon uh, brings out some honeydew melon, ripe strawberries, and mild apricot. They also bring little whiskers of orange, vanilla, geranium, and fruit tea. So I got almost none of that. I, I didn't get a whole lot of that either. Um, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the cleanest, cleanest very delicious... Crisp. Pilsner, Dude, it's just—it's—it's it's really a well-executed beer. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's but a, I don't stylistically. It's—it's it's wonderful. And I'm—and I'm, I'm a very light pale ale. And and Ern and I were talking about earlier that you know the the this pills is the sister of pale ales uh, on the hopping regimen. The basic grain um, uh, grain bill. Okay. Um, there, it's just the lager version of a pale ale. It's a, it, this is a fantastic style. It's just so clean and crisp, and I like. I want it to be like 89, 95 degrees right now. Oh, yeah. So I Hot can, weather. So I can slam the yeah. fucking shit out of this. Sitting one. around a bonfire. Yeah. Yep. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Tubing. Um, Tubing beer. But, you know, all the, but all the things that you were talking about, those different scents and all that shit and taste, I don't get anything out of it, but I'm just kind of a moron, probably. But I, to me, it's just clean and crisp and refreshing, and it, it keeps you wanting to like throw it back. It's a it's a beer. It's not a yep. it's not a big flavored fruity son of a bitch. It's so just yeah. a it's, it's just not, a, it's a good beer. It's a traditional beer. So for the people that are listening, when when Knox is knocking off all those different things that you get, I get almost none of that. It's, it's just a, very a clean, light. crisp, yeah. light, easy drinking pills. And it may also be that this one came after Chonk and. Um, after school special that well, it just, it was, it just really sweet and you get all of that it, it was the first beer I had today oh it was yep. Okay. Yep. so right when we got in here and we're setting up yep. I had uh, a sample size of it right away because I wanted to start my day having something yep. having that Pilsner because I knew we were going to be loading up on all these exotic beers you know <laughs> so I wanted to start with that clean one so I, I you know I went back to it you know while we've been doing this part but yeah, yeah, it's an excellent side beer. Yeah, you could have said that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm agreeing with you. I wrote yeah. down this would be a, an excellent side beer when you're doing. You know, if we were doing a podcast on IPAs or sours, I'm like, this would be a good beer beer to have. Yeah, to yeah the, the other nice thing about the palate is, cleanser. Yeah, it's it's actually really good warm. Like if you're getting up to that, you know, 55 degree. If you're sitting out floor at, beer. at the lake, it could be a floor beer, yeah. or you're sitting on the boat <laughs> and, and you run out of ice, and it's later in the day. This is a great. It, it still has a great flavor, even warmed up a little bit. Doesn't, yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to be that chilled. It, it is. Cold. It's a little sweeter than some other pilsners I've had. Um, I mean, just very slightly a little sweeter, and it it, it just finishes so well. I like it. Yeah, thanks, I, I thanks get, for that, Knox. I do get some of that citrusness uh, on the nose and on the, on the very back end of the flavor um, from those dry hops in there. I do get some of it. I think it's got kind of a little dry aftertaste. <laughs> it's a little There's a doggy play date going on behind us out here at Drecker. We've got a Labradoodle, a Golden Retriever, and some little, this is a little German <laughs> pointer, it looks like. And the pointer is just an itty-bitty thing. Uh, so there's a bit of a doggy play-by-play. Uh, 
Chris, you need to move. I need to see this adorable puppy. <laughs> it's tiny and just the cutest thing I've ever and the seen. And other dogs are just loving <laughs> it up. Lovely. <laughs> so, I, so uh, back to wrestling. beer. Um, hey, chef, what do you get off this? Beer. I want dogs. Like we should have a dog like, podcast. <laughs> we were talking about doing one where we uh, reviewed porno. So same same podcast, dog porn. I don't know how you made that segue in your mind, but uh, anyways, about this beer. Not cleanly at all. Tastes like fresh cut grass. Hmm. That must be the dry hopping for me. I, I like it. It's yeah. my second favorite. Even right. though numbers are not going to portray that. Let's uh, let's throw some numbers on it. I'll start with this one. I'm going to give this one um, uh, a 5.75 because it's damn near perfect for the style. It's probably my favorite, if not up there, of my favorite Pilsners. Ernie? Gave it a 5. 4.5. I'm going with a 5.5, and I love this beer. It's It's not the perfect beer yet, but it's definitely really high up there, and I love it. Um, I'm going to go with a 4.5. It's a very, very solid beer. It's just not necessarily my style, but it's very well done. It's clean. It's crisp. I would continue drinking it. Kevin. Five and a half. I want to fill a bucket and bop for apples in it. That'd be be, be lovely. Actually, that would probably be really good with this beer. Excellent. Right. I so just want to know how your brain got there. What is happening with us today? Sorry, Ernie. <laughs> What's the average? The average for Loki, uh, Loki fam. Uh, how was I supposed Loki to say? Fam. Fam. Loki fam. Pretty good. Okay, is five point one two five. Wow, good one. Yeah. And the last in this uh, short little series here will be Hellbed. Now this one is a brown ale. That I should have had on the brown ale episode. Yeah, um, this is this is one of Drecker's original yep. beers. Yep, it sure is one uh, of the longest lasting ones for them. Uh, Hellbent is an American brown ale at six percent ABV, complex blend of malts for roasty, almost nutty flavor, and it's dry off with Horizon hops. As it's been sitting, we just took a, a refresher sip going back around the table, and as it's been sitting, actually, it's gotten a little warmer, and it's still not bad. It's, again, getting down into that 50-degree like, range. It probably isn't there yet, but it's as it's sitting, that roastiness is coming out of it more. Very dry. Um, as it sits on your tongue, it just it dries it out and, and it leaves that, that nutty... Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a hazelnut that I'm getting, or a, or a. It's not. It's not like a peanut, but it's definitely a, a nutty. Yeah. For lack of like a or drier nut, so yeah. such but a, without the, without that slick oil right. yeah. taste to it, it's a crisp flavor. Yeah, I heard the earthy. same thing. Yeah. Great roast, good word. Earthy. Beautiful, beautiful, good earthy, beautiful nuttiness. Yeah. I mean, it does say complex blend of malts for a roasty, almost nutty flavor. Yeah. So Almost. you're right, spot on. Dude, this spot is on a this is a great drinking beer too. Like sitting around a fire or woodworking. Yeah, you know it makes woodworking. Me yeah, spit and whittle. Yeah, that's that's what I would do with this. Yeah, I'm a really big fan of this beer. Um, the Horizon hops. Uh, it's uh, considered dual use. It has high alpha acids, but also low 
Cohumulone, a trait considered highly favorable when bittering. It's got high myrcene and high farnesine content. Give it some great aroma and flavor notes of both floral and citrusy. But uh, yes, I get a lot of the, uh, the uh, for sure, the nuttiness off it. I even get a coffee roast off it yeah, from roast. the malts. Almost like there's coffee added. Right. Yeah, they toasted those fucker oats. I mean, this is such oats. a well-balanced beer. Yeah. I could, uh, we should have a bonfire tonight and drink a bunch of these. <laughs> Except for I have to work in the morning. I'm not yeah, a, me too. I'm not a fan of brown ales usually. Um, and, I'm, and I'm not a huge fan of this one. And I'm not, this is the one that I would go to, but it's a, it's a well-done beer. Um, and, I, and I respect them for keeping this up throughout all of the different phases of all their, the of their, of their beers happened. that they've yeah. come through and keeping this one going. It's great. Excellent. Any I, other comments? I got something. I all think right. it smells like a day-old cup, uh, like pot of coffee. Tastes like it. <laughs> it's, God damn it, I just so smelled my microphone a- instead of the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I went to I grabbed the beer and went <laughs> on my mic. It smells <laughs> like my breath. <laughs> But for the style, I'm not. I'm not big on Browns either. But just, it's well executed. But not, not necessarily for me. You're not stuck on brown ales. No, not like band aids. Brown ales stuck on me. Thank you guys for that. <laughs> That's going in my band aid sounder. We mentioned band aids. Now we just need to mention Duffy's. Oh, oh, well, she go. just did. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna give this one a four point seven five. Excellent. Yeah, I'm Thank gonna, you, Chris. I'm going to go, if it is my turn. Uh, it is done. Yes, done. <laughs> I'm going with a uh, 4.5. It's a well-done beer. Jade? Um, I went with a 4. Brown ales are not quite where I lean, but after our brown ales episode, I've come to appreciate them a little more. This is pretty well done. It's not kicking me in the face with any of those flavors. It's just kind of nice and mellow, and I like it. Kev? Okay. Three, two, five. I could drink about two or three of these, and I would be over it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a with a four point two five. I'm giving it a four. Four from Big Earn. Thank you. <laughs> so the uh, Hellbent American Brown Ale is averages of four point one two five. Solid. Right. Excellent. Well, Don, since we have you on, yeah, um, let's talk about how when you were on the episode. Uh, what did you think about the podcast? Coming which into one? It? I've been on a couple. And, yep. And which? Like, well, we started out with the, with the brewery takeover, and you've been on there ever since. So like, I oh think yeah, three times now. I suppose this is our your anniversary party yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, you know, I wish. I could do more of these because it's so much fun to just geek out with like-minded people on on this and get other people's interpretations. Um, I think you guys are doing a bang-up job. I love I love listening to you guys. Um, this is always on in my podcast when I'm out traveling or, or sitting at, at when I was at the shop. Um, you guys did do a great job, and it's so much fun. And I do like listening to myself talk, but I also like listening to Earn. He's, he's, <laughs> he's good. He's funny. Well, thanks. Can I what, do you, what do you think of my pants? I love your pants. Now, can I tell you? I, I love story time. Okay. You guys know that. <laughs> story time. I don't know if I, I... So my sister, who lives in Iowa, 
listened to when we did the tap takeover at my place mm -hmm. and she was just enthralled with you guys and she got some people in Iowa to start listening to you and, and yeah. loves the whole, Thank the you. whole thing. She came up and we ended up going out. I think the three of us, Chris and Ern and, and Knox all went out to Killstone and my sister just sat and listened to you guys talk. Were we sitting outside? Uh, for some of it, yeah. And uh, but she she was just we got in the car on the way home and she's like, it's like listening to those guys on the radio and I got to meet them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of how it is. She goes, but it was like I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> like, well, that's what they do. We're I mean, super Iowa famous. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, so she's trying to get as many like the paramedics and people down in in Des Moines to listen to you guys. And she still, I, I sent her a picture of the pseudo Sue. And uh, what was the other? Um, King Sue. King, King, King Sue. Sue. No, the Soul Reaper. Uh, we just uh, talked the about the Soul Reaper. The Fandango. Uh, yeah, Dragon Fandango. Yep. Yeah, she's like, I am on this. She's going <laughs> to find fresh uh, Dragon Fandango and bring it up to me next weekend. We're going to meet at a, our cousin's wedding next weekend. She's bringing it up, and she loves you guys. And I just want to say you guys are doing a great job. Well, thanks, thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, what's what's, what's her name? Uh, her name is Amy. Hi, Amy. Uh, yep, Amy Davis and uh, all the paramedics down in West Des Moines. We love you guys and keep up the civil service. And you guys are doing a Absolutely. great job. Yes. Thank yeah, you thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll grab some more bees and we'll get another guest on. How about that? Yeah, we'll get somebody Super else that likes duper. us. All right. We'll be right back. Cheers, Don. Break. Uh, we, we are here now with Ben Revere. Hi, Hi guys. How you doing, sir? Hey, Ben. I'm I'm living well. I'm Corona free. You've been. <laughs> right. I dodged that bullet. That's some terrible beer. You've been, you, you've been on the podcast a few times now, haven't you? Oh, we've chatted. We've talked about some stuff. You had me drink some stuff. What do you, you think about the podcast that when you were on it? Uh, well, I was. I was trying. The one that sticks out in my mind and I that I loved was. Uh, when we were reviewing gin, because mm -hmm. I'm a gin drinker. Yeah. Uh, but then also it, when it got to the cocktail round, you know, we did what we, we did a martini, yep. and then a gin and tonic. Yeah. Uh, but we also got to have fruit cups. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Which is basically just a gin and soda and a bunch of fruit. All the fruits you can fit in. Yeah. And actually, I don't even think you can get a decent fruit cup at the side street anymore. Why? What the fuck? They put a moratorium on the fruit. So like they just, they were actually, <laughs> the management actually was like, "You got, we're going through too many oranges. We oh, can't, geez. you know, because, you know, Neil Sloan, he was the first one to do that. He was like, here's a cocktail, Ben. <laughs> That's such an accurate. I, when did Neil get here? That's what just Neil happened? Sloan. Yeah, yeah. Well, Neil's here as well. In spirits. In spirits. He's probably <laughs> playing with his dogs right now. He's probably spearing probably. fish. Speaking of Duffy's, he brought those little <laughs> he brought the little pops in the other day. Yeah, he's got two of them now. Yeah. Maggie, Maggie's two years old. She just had her birthday last Thursday. That's why they're at Duffy's. 
They brought even, her out for her birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Balloons, he didn't even everything. Call oh, nice. I believe <laughs> it. Nice. And she's only two. I might be lying about that, but he did have uh, both the dogs and the little. Uh, well, and the little one is just it's puny, the size of a fist at best. At best. Uh, I think I remember seeing a Facebook post where he had the dog, and it was he was using it as a mouse at his computer. <laughs> it's tiny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But she is vicious because they, they, well, the two, they get along because I was asking Neil about this. I guess Maggie had a little trouble at first. She thought that she was being replaced and all that, but she got over it and she's kind of adopted the role as the old lady, you know, just like, oh, now I got to follow this little thing around and, and she'll just be laying there taking a nap and the little one will just come up and start playing tug of war with her tail. Just like, <laughs> and then you just see Maggie look up like, oh, it's you again. You know? <laughs> nice. Well, it's good. To have, it's good to have you back, Ben. Good to have you back, buddy. Well, uh, thank you. So I brought you back for this beer. This beer is called Dead Is Not Dead. Now, label art by Punch Cut is awesome, by the way, on this one. Uh, it's a barrel-aged imperial stout, 10% ABV, brewed with raw chocolate and milk sugar additions. Loaded with mounds of Madagascar and Mexican vanilla beans. So it's like a double vanilla imperial stout, barrel aged. I wonder where that name came from, because it's obviously a reference to something. I don't know, but I think I need to bring a growler of this to my next D&D session. But because we're on I can't. We're, uh, we're on the island of Cholt, and Cholt. things don't stay dead in Cholt. So dead is not dead. Dead is not uh, dead. So what do you guys think about this one? Freaking zombies. It's a beast. It is swoosh, super it is. sweet. Get, it's a 10 percenter. Molasses oh. and chocolate on the aroma. Oh, Even though it, says it doesn't say molasses. It doesn't, but I think anytime you put the... I, like a at least aged. me, when you barrel-age stuff, uh, or any, you know, that imperial thing, I think gives it a sweetness to it. So, I, so you think molasses. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ah. Thanks, Chris. Shit. Mm, that tastes like an oatmeal cookie. So that chocolate is full. Oh. It's phenomenal. It, it you get a little hint of the vanilla. I don't. I don't get a lot of it, but it it's but, not boozy like some um, barrel aged products are. It like, smells like it would be. Yeah, and then you taste and it's it. Ten percent. It doesn't really taste like a ten percenter. No, and the only bitterness is coming from that raw chocolate. Yep, almost and, like a baker's oh, chocolate. Dry, yeah, a little dry. Okay, so the, I looked it up. Pure vanilla is made with the extract of beans from the vanilla plant. Mexican vanilla is frequently made with the extract of beans from the Tonka tree, an entirely different plant that belongs to the pea family. Tonka tree? Like what they built the trucks trucks. out of? Yep. Well, tough. Tonka's got the stuff. I was actually thinking dances with wolves. Tonka. 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 Tonka bean extract contains coumarin. Ah, okay. What? Are you sure it's not pronounced coumarin? Sure. Maybe. He got away with it. <laughs> God. So it's a double double vanilla version of a uh, a sweet stout. Do you think there'd be more more vanilla? vanilla? I think that's just what mellows everything out. It's not present, but it's playing a keynote as mellow. Well, I mean, I get some of it. Um, not right away though. But okay. it is sweet. I think it just makes it sweeter. I don't get a lot, a lot of thick vanilla flavors. Maybe I do. Maybe that's why I'm thinking molasses. Okay. How about you, 
Ben, what do you think about this beer? Have you had any yet? I, I did. I had a little bit of a sip. And I tell you what, it looks like used motor oil, <laughs> but it tastes a lot better. Yes, it does. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I agree. You know, it's Yeah, there's a lot going on there. It's just, I was thinking like, I don't know, stouts for me are always a seasonal thing. Mm-hmm. Like know? a winter thing? Yeah. yeah. And well, we're kind of still halfway in winter, I guess. I don't know. The great thaw is upon us. And <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm ready for something, you know, like a sour. I had a sour earlier just because I was in the mood for it. Feels like spring. Which but, sour did you have? Uh, I always I always uh, order it wrong. I call it a purple people eater. Oh, oh yeah. But there's uh, no people. The basil. In there's no people in no, the No, there's no purple. And there's no people in it's the beer just either. A, no. <laughs> What's it called? Soil it's just green. a people, it's green a people beer. eater. Yeah. But so that's the blueberry basil so I've sour. I've been saying it wrong, and I've also been explaining <laughs> how I say it wrong, wrong too. I'm getting it wrong on both counts. Uh, yeah, I, but, uh, I always call it a purple people eater as well. I mean, I believe if you listen back to the first time we were at Director, we actually rated um, mm-hmm. the we people sure eater, did. that blueberry basil. That oh. was one of the first sours that I had that I went, fuck. It was one of the I first sours you you got a sample of, and then you went and got a full glass. Yeah, afterwards. I went and got a full pint after sampling it. I liked it so much. We got some yeah. good beers here. If you want to hear more on that, but, that's episode uh, number four and five. But so back to dead is four not five. five. Yeah, so back to dead is not dead. Um, I like this one a lot. Those are good notes. Mm-hmm. I do. Thanks so for I, contributing. I, I guess I like for me the Mexican vanilla would be like a little bit more drier vanilla. Uh, more of like a, uh, like a, I guess I want to say almost dirtier than regular vin- uh, Madagascar vanilla bean extracts. Um, I don't know, but I, I, I was, I guess I'm looking for a more vanilla off this one too, being as there's so much of it. Anybody else? I, I, don't, I think I said oh. my two cents worth. Yeah. All right, let's rate this motherfucker. I'll start it out. I'll get a five, flat five. I as well will give it a five. Four point five. You guys still have that rule about fractions? Uh, no, we actually well, can go down to quarters kind. now. <laughs> you can go point two five or point seven five now. So yes. quarters, a covered quarters. <laughs> What's twenty five percent of a quarter? Twenty five percent is a quarter. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a, a, a four and a half. All right. I went with a 4.25. It's definitely an Imperial, but I'm not mad about it. That's pretty good for you, because you're not a really big fan of these yeah. kind of dark beers. Yeah, but I, I, especially with it being an Imperial, I was pleasantly surprised. It didn't kick me in the face. I actually enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, I kind of want to go drink it and eat one of those cookies at the same time. Kevin. 525 because it tastes delicious and it reminds me being hugged by a brown bear with arms full of chocolate. <laughs> Raw chocolate. Raw that, chocolate. That's happened to you like four or five times this week. It doesn't happen enough. Lots of bears. And I would definitely have many more of these. You must be a lot of fun to go to the zoo with. Oh, you can't even <laughs> imagine. Now, this beer was uh, also uh, one of those four roses barrels is what it was aged in. And it was released with Danger Will Robinson, which is a Neapolitan astronaut ice cream version with strawberries, milk, sugar, cocoa nibs, and vanilla beans. What? Yep. And we the, missed that one. Yeah, that was on. Astronaut yep. ice cream. Yep. And then Flizzard, which is loaded with Oreos and ice cream additions and milk sugar. We came too late. 
Two, sh- two days too late. We should have begged to get in earlier last year. I, I was here on Friday. Yeah, yeah, so what was our average for the dead, not dead? <laughs> the average for uh, the barrel-aged Imperial Stout was 4.75. Ah, nice. Yeah. Well, for our next beer, uh, I actually want to get on Darwin. Who doesn't? There We're going to swap out Ben for Darwin here. Uh, he did not I even... kept the seat warm for you, baby. <laughs> which one are we doing next? Yeah, which... Uh, None of your business. We'll do the uh, Blacklight Syndicate next. <laughs> All right, because we got these mixed up. Oh, so Blacklight Syndicate's this clearer one. Black is that what that Light. is? Yeah. Okay. So I can have this one? Yeah. Why is the seat so warm? Uh-oh. Well, what, are you, what are you drinking right there? This is the... Uh, Phantom Hand? No, oh, it's a Freak Parade, double oh. IPA. Oh. Oh, you're not great. Okay, we're not going to talk about that because we have. Have we? There we go. Yeah, we yeah, did. we did on the first one. Okay. So this Blacklight Syndicate, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about this beer off their actual You've website. Um, I have tried it before. Yes, it's very good. Um, this one is a hazy and juicy double brewed, uh, a hazy and juicy double brewed with oats and spelt for body, then hopped with loads of citra, mosaic, and azaka. It's a imperial double IPA, eight point three percent. It's got cheater hops in it. Cheater hops. Cheater hops. Cheater hops. Cheater hops. Yeah, so I hate that. Citra, term. citra, and mosaic are cheater hops because you, any beer that you put them in is going to be automatically okay. It's automatically been. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! That's like calling. The Lakers cheaters for having LeBron in AD. They're not cheating. They're just good. <laughs> it's okay to be having good hop in your beer. Yep. It's a good hop. I like this one. The uh, It's not as hazy as I expected. You know, I once uh, had a beer, and I commented about that on their Facebook. I said, I like the beer. It's great, but it's not a hazy. And, right. like... It was not a hazy, and this kind of reminds me of that. Like, it's really good. I love the beer. I mean, it tastes great. You know, it it definitely is a little hazy, but it, you know, put it next to a Pilsner. Put it next to this beer right here. Or the next beer. Right. Well, yes, it's less hazy than the next one we're going to talk about, but look at it next to a a non-hazy. It looks like a dirty glass haze (laughs) to it. Yeah. I do like that, that kind of like. Funky, dank flavor off that Azaka hops I got off that this one. I don't know what hops it is, but it's just super nice and floral. Um, I like this style of IPA. Yeah, it's super floral. It hangs up in the back of my nose, big time. Dank AF. That's what I say about this. <laughs> sure. Dank and delicious. Mm-hmm. I, it's really good. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's it's a bit juicy. It seems like it has a bit of spice, like way in the back. After you let it sit and have swallowed for a while, a little bit of spiciness comes to the to the back of my throat. But yeah, this, this is a really peppery. Good. That white pepper, bit, what yeah. I would call that peppery, spicy. Nope. Yeah. Cool. And it does it it does remind me of a hazy without being it. Not kind of it's fucking with me, Jade. Is this the one we were talking about that kind of goes away pretty quick? Because no, uh, no, I'm all confused because we we got it mixed up. That's yeah. the other one. Okay. Uh, Never mind. This one to me, I don't. I'm not a fan. It's. I took a sip and tasted soap. Okay, I that's fair. I'm not. Clean, not enjoying not this one. A clean one. glass drinker. That's fair. <laughs> Do you like two hearted? Yes. I think that tastes like soap. 
<laughs> like, I can't ever have it. You can talk to the microphone. Sorry. Yeah, there's a thing Chris in front of us. Chris just took that personally because it was too hearted. <laughs> I like too hearted. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own thing. Lagunitas. I'm a Lagunitas fan. If it's going to be one of those basic IPAs that are everywhere. There you go. I wish we had more like this. Yeah, this, yeah this, this 8.3 bad boy. Yeah. Oh God, so the Black White Syndicate. What, did anybody else have anything? Or should we start numbering? D- Darwin, maybe final comments? I think it's a very good beer. I'm a big fan of Drecker, and it's a very solid beer. I'm going to give it a great rating. Excellent. Well, why don't you start? Yeah. Um, it's out of six, correct? Out of six, yep. yes. And you can six. do quarters. I'll go 5.25. Okay. Jade? Um, 2.75. I don't, That's fair. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Kevin. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a 4.25. show. <laughs> It's good. It, I, I find it to be just a, a hair better than the middle of the road because there's a couple of unique notes in it, but uh, one or two of them I didn't care for. Yeah, I, I'm going to give this one um, a 4.25. Ernie. I'll give Since it a 375. Knox doesn't want to talk like to you it, today. But it's, uh, I, don't, I don't really like that peppery aftertaste. I think if you drink it cold... You don't get that spicy, peppery. Well, that's pretty good for you, right? Yeah, for IPAs. I mean, that's double IPA. Four point five. I, I yeah, this is great. Excellent. So while we're waiting for the average, there, uh, Darren, why don't you talk to you about uh, your experiences on the podcast here? I have been on the podcast a couple times. I did an episode when you were gone, mm-hmm. and then I did the <laughs> champagne episode. Yep. And then we have something else in the works that's yeah. going to be happening in the next month. What, what so. are we going to be doing with Darwin? We're going to do some. Is it- New England IPAs? New England yeah, we're going to do New England yep, coming up. That's gonna the big project for Darwin. That's we're recording this month yep. sometime. Don't remember when. But. Excited. Jade, probably not as excited. Doesn't so you like, the, you like being on the episode, yeah? Have you, have you oh, heard completely. it outside, outside of the uh, the episode that you were on? Have you heard the podcast before? I've listened to a couple episodes along the way. Okay. I listened to the 40s when you guys were trying a bunch of different oh, 40s. <laughs> oh, really? That yeah. was terrible. That's was, the episode you picked? Well, it was on. I was driving. It was, <laughs> you know? <laughs> recently released. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked the podcast. And thanks for being on. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks, you guys, for doing it. Congratulations on the uh, the year. On the one it's, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. So what's the average you're bigger? Oh, crap. I turned the page already. <laughs> well, thanks. Have Singer. it all. Oh, no, I didn't. It's right there. Jeebus uh, Creepers. Damn, Black Lake Syndicate, uh, 3.5. 3.5. That's almost as impressive as, as the springs on that dog. The SDR when I did see that. <laughs> that dog can jump. That's some vertical. Oh, some hops. See, Kobe the, ain't got shit on that. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Oh, oh, thanks, no. <laughs> we could have left that one unpunched. Oh, well, anyway, no. it don't matter. Now we got coming up. What? It's Phantom Hand. Phantom Hand. Yep. yep. Phantom Hand job. What's it about? <laughs> why is this happening? <laughs> See, what's funny is honestly, if you put these next to each other and you were like, Darwin, what do you think is going to be tastier? I would probably point at the Phantom Hand. Because it's hazier? Because it's hazier. The appearance of it is more what I usually like in a beer. Just buy beers I've had and what they look like. Um, but it's, it, I really like the other one better. It okay. doesn't have as much punch, but it's because it's a pale ale that's hazy. It's not a, a double, and I'm usually a punchier... Punchier guy? Punchier guy. Well, yeah, that's what I think I like more about this one, because it, it doesn't 
offend my face, my mouth. See, and, think, and then this is the one that where that it kind of goes away quick. But I think it dries out real fast. Yeah. When you get a, like that tea, the tea in the back of it. There's another dog. This one has a tennis Are ball in the dog room. <laughs> We're in the no, dog room. The barrel slash Fan- dog room. Phantom Ham is an American pale ale at 5% ABV, 40 IBU. Uh, it's a hoppy pale ale that's heavily hopped with Azaka, Idaho 7, and Eldorado hops. It's got no a ser- fucking cheating here, bitches. Nope. <laughs> it's, got <a> ser- <laughs> it's got a serious citrus hop aroma and a soft, smooth texture that gives way to a sneaky, clean finish. I kind of dig this beer. When we had it last year, I, I didn't like it so much. But uh, that's probably because I was mixing that up with the Nordic Paleo that they had. I didn't really like that much. But I like this one. I like the hops, the, the varieties in this one, the flavor, the smells. It's a little more citrusy. I think <laughs> it's not, I, I didn't but smell I don't, it. I don't know. This one just dries out really fast yeah. for me. It's a little too mellow. Yeah, I yeah. enjoy like that. Like you said, punchy. I, I like it to be a little more at me. I don't, I'm not big on hops, so the fact that this kind of hits you in the face but then goes away really quick, I enjoy. I definitely, I like this one better than the Blacklight Syndicate, actually. Which wasn't hard to do, because I didn't like that one very much. <laughs> Originally, when Darwin and I tried these uh, two IPAs next to each other, I was more partial to the Blacklight Syndicate. But as they warmed up, I really enjoyed the mellow fruit tones that came with the Phantom Hand. The Phantom Hand. Mellow fruit tones was a '50s band I was in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all wore were, suits. Were you in your Did '50s or was it in the '50s? Fires? No, in my '50s, which was the '50s. Okay. Yes, I'm 111. Yes, Great. you're a vampire. Ooh, that's quick math. Blue. He does suck. Oh, yeah. Or brew pyre. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Well, should we or shoot anything else? Any any of the comments, or should we shoot a number? I don't know. That makes us dumb, and I don't want to be dumb. <laughs> How about we do this, and then we each talk about our favorite Drecker beer? I think that's a good idea. How's that? That way, we're not done yet. Fine, Ernie, hang a number. I'm giving it a four point two five. A little bit better than the Blacklight. Four. I'll go four. Uh, I also gave it a four. Four and a half, and that's why quarters exist. Four point two five. That noise makes me want to just kill someone. My uh, typing on the calculator. No, the background, the the exhaust fan, yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. ringing in my ears. So I joined Untapped a year and a half ago, and the, tonight was my twenty eighth Drecker beer to check in. So just, wow. my, which is my number one brewery. You nice. really like Drecker. Really do so, Ernie. Flex on Blake. Yes, Chris. What's the, what do we got on Phantom Ham? What's the numbers? Average is four point one six six six. Yeah, six 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 six. I gotta love that number. <laughs> Bring back the struggle bus. So yeah, please do. Whoa. So yeah. So uh, what's your favorite Drecker beer, then, Mister? I've got one hundred nine thousand checked in here. Multiple ectogasms. It's yeah. the, there's the normal ectogasms, and then they have the multiple ectogasms, and it's just... So that's the double. It's a double right? drop, yeah. I, I actually had to go and sort my 28 beers to remember which I really <laughs> liked. So yeah, that was the number one. And that's still your favorite beer here? It's still my favorite beer here. It was a 4.75. The only 5.0 I have is, I think, King Sue. So. Wait, dead. we're talking ever? Ever. Okay. Ever. 
Jade. I know well, what Jade's answer is. There's always a Drecker beer in my fridge. Um, I'm going to shout out to that purple people eater. However, just people the eater. struggle bus. Yes, just <laughs> people eater. The struggle bus was and still is my favorite Drecker beer that they have ever put out ever. What kind of struggle bus? Oh, breakfast sour. The kind that's number 666. Okay. The breakfast sour. What what was the breakfast sour again specifically? Does anybody recall like the it's this, this, and this? Well I it was orange not. juice. And uh, just t- and it tastes like French toast. Yeah, it was amazing. I could probably Google it or pull it back up. It's probably there. I somewhere. was actually doing that currently. Uh pulled up multiple ectogasm, the Katrina Nightingale Chronicles, one through four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't uh, get it. What? So you're whoa! I'm sorry. Mm. Fuck! I just made you choke that down. I'm sorry. <sighs> that wouldn't have been terrible. Make you it's good choke beer. that down. <laughs> yeah. You said what beer was your favorite? <laughs> the struggle, struggle bus. Jade struggle bus. Okay, and it just reminded you of just breakfast, right? If you can. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Everything about it. I would sit here and drink it all day, every day. Okay. How about you, Chef? Um, it's a it's really close, but decidedly, it still goes to the strawberry cheesecake secret handshake and then i want to give Ooh. an honorable mention to what god which barrel age was it i believe it was the nightman cometh oreo infusion yep. that oh, was yeah. Yeah, that, that was exceptional that was that oreo and vanilla yes, yes. on that one that was so good <laughs> that was really fun that yeah i forgot that that was drinker i listened to that episode <laughs> so last week good. nice uh yeah my favorite are is uh their Imperial Stouts. Um, my favorite one so far, I guess, is, has been the this year's version, The Nightman Cometh, and some of its variants. Uh, they had a Farthog, the... I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong one. Maybe that's the breakfast stuff beer, but uh, The Nightman Cometh, to me, is still the best beer that Drinker makes. Hey, man. How about you, Ernie? Uh-huh. Like of all time or just what they have now? Well, apparently of all time. You've been paying time. attention. No, not really. All, oh, all, all time. time. That's why um, we like you. you just, <laughs> hey, my turn. Okay, go. Cool. Uh, you, know, you know me. I like just beer. You know, of course, their Broken Rudder is a staple. You know, they have that all over the place, so it's nice that it's it's handy. And it's it's pretty much always this, the same. You're not going to get much variance in taste. Um, they're a Buffalo Rodeo for a rye. Uh, beer is pretty good. The, that uh, what was it the farm Loki fam Loki fam farm <laughs> farm fam started with an F. That, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about you, Chris? I, I this is the first time I haven't been back to Drecker since our first <gasps> time recording here <gasps> that I haven't had a blueberry basil people eater. Hmm. Um, it's one of my favorite, my go-tos. Uh, that after-school pert we did today was really exceptional as well. So it's, yeah, it's hard for me to pick, but um, I probably my go-to because it's one of it's one of the beers that kind of changed how I drink. And that's yeah, the people eater, blueberry basil, love it. Yeah, it's sour. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. It's a good one. I also keep Techno Viking around a lot. That's another one of my gotta have it. Gotcha. So what, what's the most fun or the, 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 the most happiest moment that you guys have experienced doing this podcast with? Every us? one of them beats the next. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
mine was hearing how much you spent on that one bottle of champagne. Yeah, oh, that was, probably was Chris. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure who did it, so. Bro. Okay. <laughs> and it was not back superior. No, so. that's the one thing I, I, I think what I learned from champagnes is just if it's bubbly, man, <laughs> then I'll fucking drink it. And you yeah. kept wanting to put orange juice in every one of them. I well, learned I don't like champagne. You. I like orange juice <laughs> with champagne. Mimosas, man. Yep. Nice. I just that that was one of my highlights actually is that episode just because everybody's fucking weird yeah. giggly like <laughs> is this what this does? Just yeah, it was a good fucking champagne. It was a giggly drone. That's for sure. Yeah, should have champagne as our side beers. There you go. <laughs> I've been oh, thinking yeah. about just yeah that just mimosas <laughs> all day. There we go. Fuck, that's not a bad idea. Maybe four four before I go to bed. Eight when I wake up. Jesus. <laughs> All right, Jade, how about you? What's your, been your uh, most favorite part of the podcast doing it with us so far? Well, I showed up to talk about horror movies, and along the way I've, I've learned a lot about what I enjoy, how to kind of get past my own perceptions and try things that I don't necessarily wouldn't reach for on a normal basis. Um, I've definitely broadened my horizons in the beer world just from hanging out with you guys. Wait till we get you some, some more of these uh, alcohol episodes coming up this summer. <laughs> do, you guys, uh, do you guys have a horror movie podcast, too? It was, no, it was horror. Horror. Oh, like, horror, not horror. horror. Like, a, like a thriller, not a horror. Okay. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. You know, when we did it, when we were talking about this, that's what I thought. It's, uh, we got beers and horse. I mean, we definitely could talk about porn stars on one of our... I could talk about my experiences being a DJ at the Northern when we had feature shows. <laughs> That's Maybe the thing we could do. There will be. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just do it. We'll do a strip club. Episode. Yes. What do you drink in the strip club? Could Mommy just maybe go out to the unknown hole sometime? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know Dick Plunge. Northern Takeover. <laughs> there we go. I <laughs> saw Danny Daniels Bush in person. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> oh, I saw all three of some girls' boobs. Oh, yeah, oh, she was I didn't fun. Make it for them. We got, we got a. Uh, my girlfriend uh, stole the poster off the, out of the women's bathroom and then got it autographed by her for her father for Christmas. It was like paper mache, like Total Recall wow. style, or what? What are you talking about? No, uh, no it's like an advertisement, just a. No, the girl has three boobs. Yeah, okay. yeah. she has, and huh. I asked her. Um, it occurred naturally, but she has implants. I asked her if it was real, hmm. and she said, "Well, they're yes and no." God, how much does she her. spend on bras? They must be custom and like she, you've got to wear like a sports bra at that point, like something all encompassing, not just. Uh, I don't know. Knox, where did we go wrong here? I don't know. Where favorite moment on the podcast. <laughs> how about you, Chef? What's your favorite this part brought to you by Ron Jeremy. <laughs> My favorite moment was retiring my spit bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zubru. Zubru was a lot of fun because I didn't get to do underbrew skies. Bacon and Beer Fest was, was cool too, but Zubru was small, personal. There was music. Yeah, we got really to talk cool to people. a couple of different musicians mm-hmm. as well as just, you know, not just talking about booze, but talking about booze with other people outside the industry. And yeah, we, that was met, fun. And we met the lady that ran the zoo and learned all about how it's funded and yeah, so ran, I, and she's just she's just a gem. Sally Jacobson. And then we got to watch that Thank shitty you. band. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Tripwire is a lot of fun. 
Yep. There, and there Jake, and Jake. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jake Ingemar. Jake Ingemar. I love Jake Ingemar. Mm-hmm. Was not, oh, yeah, he had that very unique voice. Yes. Darwin's not a fan of Tripwire. Okay, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> they were fun guys to talk to. <laughs> they were fun to interview. Ernie, what's your what's been your favorite moment of the podcast this year? This come this, this year? year? Yeah, this last oh, twelve months last we've done it. Yeah. A little over <laughs> thirteen months. I don't know. It's, it's the whole thing's been just a hell of a ride. Did not uh, anticipate any of this being part of my life. I really didn't think I'd like it over a year ago. <laughs> and then then you hear stories about how like Don and his sister, mm-hmm. you know, and she was like, "Oh, it was like it was like listening to the podcast because this is you know we when we're out and about we don't get together outside of this a whole lot." But we'll see each other at Duffy's or, or something like that once in a while. And yeah, that is how we talk to each other. We make fun of each other and what kind of shit. So so I do more than others, fuck yeah. boy. <laughs> if I didn't like you, I wouldn't make fun of you. Right? There you go. I'm a sixth grader at heart. How about you, Ben? What's been your favorite moment being on the podcast? Well, I did want to say I've been just kind of just observing for a moment here while you had, where you were talking to Darwin. And I overheard you guys talking about your favorite moment. And I'm a little slighted that no one mentioned, oh, that time that Ben came on the show. But there's um, been more than one. So I told you, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've been up front with this. I will not fucking rate something higher than it needs to be. I'm not gonna suck Ben Revere's dick. No. <laughs> not again. I did watch that episode too, the one where he commented about Junkyard's dick. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. We kept yeah, that. I, I, Darwin edited that out. Darwin, no, Darwin texted me on that one too. He's like, I like how you're talking about sucking Junkyard's dick. I said, I won't. And he's like, Well, yeah. I was really offended. I was like, what do you mean? They're the they love Junkyard. What are you oh, It was a good beer, too. I love, good beer. I, love, I love Junkyard, too, but that beer was not great. Okay. But to provide an answer to your question. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Thanks, man. Uh, what was the question? My favorite moment uh, on this show. My favorite moment. I don't know how much you guys enjoyed it. Uh, was when I rattled off for about like 45 minutes about Night Court. Why to hold Ouija? Ouija, 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 like a Ouija. Oh, I forgot. I will be. Uh, I will be looking uh, into uh, getting an outtakes episode together. Oh, so the general public doesn't even know about that. Not all of it. No, you're you're in part of that. That's for oh, sure. And that outtakes it's cropped up. <laughs> like it's coming out in installments. It's like a fifteen part series. Well, I know so far this? I have like nine minutes on on band aids alone, so it's, it's pretty, pretty fun. <laughs> it's Revere's rambling. Uh, <laughs> I just want to meet the people who actually will listen to that. <laughs> oh, there's six of us here. Yeah, here we go. About it. They're actually over there, but oh. yeah, those are the ones that listen. We I, talk about it. Then I can listen to you talk about that. I used to listen to you talk about the price of corn. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I actually got paid for that. There you go. <laughs> I guess well, uh, for me, what's your favorite part? My favorite moment uh, or, or uh, podcast episodes, I think, have been um, under Bruce Guys was was really fun for me. Um, I don't remember the end of Under Bruce Guys. Yeah. You had a rough one. What was it? The Professor? Yeah, that twelve percent, twelve and a half percent, whatever that was. Yeah, Source River I Brewing. Have, yeah, yeah. That, that beer knocked. I out finished. Of the yeah, with a pint of that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I uh, you know mostly 
going places and doing these like taproom takeovers or going to do the events. I think that's probably the funnest for me. It sucks setting it up and doing all uh, everything else involved with the podcast, like editing. But uh, hanging out with you guys is not a bad time. Uh, you know, coming and hanging out with you guys for a few hours on Sunday uh, kind of brightens my week. Makes for a hell of a Monday morning. You but, light up my life. So I want to thank you guys all uh, for you being <laughs> for being my co-hosts on this podcast. Uh, Ernie for being my neighbor, Chef for being uh, the smartass. <laughs> And uh, always, yes. with the, always with the good nose flavors. Yeah, I got the nose. Uh, nose you do flavors. have good nose flavors. Nose flavors. Come lick this nose. <laughs> Chris, I really like your outgoing personality. Uh, I like the fact that you have no volume control. Um, I really like that. <laughs> well, I keep it up. I, <laughs> it's if I can't have the looks, I'll have the volume. <laughs> It's it, what makes this dynamic so so fun, I think. And, and Jade, I think having you on is, is good for the podcast. You bring a, a female perspective in it, and you got a really good voice for radio. Ernie, my, my favorite thing about you is numbers. Numbers <laughs> and podcast pants. Okay, pants. There he He's wearing both of them. And Ernie, you know, just for being my partner in crime across the street, helping me out, loading up and tearing down all the time, and, and um, coming over sometimes when we don't even need to record an episode, just to hang out. So. Cheers to, close. cheers to you guys and, and cheers to us. And with that, if we're done, yeah, I think we're, done. I think we're, <laughs> done. So we're all like, are we doing it? Are we done? Are we done? So may our glasses be full and your spirits high. high. Cheers. cheers. See you next year. Well, this has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at brewsboozeandreviews at hotmail.com. We here in the dungeon also want to give thanks to Todd Ruziska and Amy Klein from Beware the Vine for permission to use their song, Sex, Drugs, and Cabaret, off the album of the same name. If you like the song and want to hear more from Beware the Vine, or wish to buy any songs, you can go to cdbaby.com slash cd slash beware the vine and make your purchases there. We also want to give thanks to Ryan Dahl for his fantastic graphic design work in creating our logos. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, please rate and review our podcast. We appreciate the feedback we get from our listeners in helping us make better content for future episodes. On behalf of everyone at Brews, Booze, and Reviews, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers! Cheers.